Welcome back to Philly Cheese Takes from Harkin Podcast. Today we will be talking all things NBA. It's March 31st. We got about two weeks until playoff time. So we're going to be doing a little season recap and then kind of looking at what we think of the playoffs. Uh, I got with me Paul Durkitz. Yo. Making his 11th consecutive cheese, Philly Cheese Takes appearance, tied for a record. Wow. <laughs> I got Alex Zerpa with me. Yes, And Mike Evans. Yeah. Mike, Alex, pretty much you guys disagree with everything Paul and I think of the NBA, so you, you guys just had to kind of, while we were doing our podcast, listen and probably just sit there shaking your heads. <laughs> so now you guys have a chance to uh, come back. Should be a fun one. Yeah. Hopefully we Shut can you up. Good arguments in. <laughs> uh, we're recording here from the Lehigh Valley today as we're home for Easter, um, so it's more of a Lehigh Valley cheese take. Uh, a little different style. Yeah, a little different style. You got some... What was what? Provolone? Provolone? Sauce on it. Sauce on it. Sauce on it. Sauce on Sauce Celtics as the two seed, and that's probably not going to change. And then it gets a little tricky because three, four, and five are Cavs, Sixers, and Pacers, and we were separated by one game, so that could change easily. And that'll be, uh, you know, that'll decide some matchups. And then after that, you have the Wizards, Bucks, and then the Heat, which I don't know. That lower part of the, the standings, like they're probably going to lose to those higher seeds, so not worried about that. And you don't really have any threat of a 9 team coming in. The 9 seed right now is the Pistons, and they're way too far out. So we pretty much in the in the East have the 8 team set. It's just a matter of the order. Yep. Um, so let's just talk about... We'll talk right away about the Sixers. Um, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually something we agree on. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. We'll see. Maybe we'll... Who knows, actually. So, so right now they're at 45 and 30, 15 games above 500. Um what there's probably eight games left um something right there so they could definitely hit the 51 mark which i think we all thought was a, a possibility but i'm glad that played out mike what did, what did you think about their season like did you have fun watching them oh yeah i mean it was amazing i, I definitely coming in the season i i thought they were gonna make the playoffs but i thought it was gonna be as like maybe a, i don't know squeak in kind of seven six like six maybe at at like best i mean i I was looking at the other teams in the east and there wasn't really anything too scary obviously besides the top three so i knew there was a chance that they could make you know a surprise push but i was expecting them to definitely make the playoffs but i did not think that they were gonna you know be pushing for the three seed that's kind of insane and and the possibility of 50 wins like that's amazing and I'm just, I was really happy with this season. I mean, Fultz came back, which is crazy. I i just thought he was, like, eternally broken. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, you got, so you have, like, Embiid and Simmons. Embiid's playing, like, every game besides, uh, of course, the recent tragedy mm-hmm. of um, Fultz coming back and smashing in him. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Fultz. Fultz. <laughs> yeah. um, but... Yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, Embiid's been playing, like, every game, and Simmons has been playing every game. They're meshing as a team. They brought Ilya Sova back, who I know he wasn't, like, a huge part of the team, but I liked him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think everything's looking pretty good for them. Yeah, um, 
So this season, yeah. I, I'd I'd call this season a definite success. I mean, I don't know how you can not call it a success. They're up there. It's I checked the best record since January first are the Rockets, the Raptors, and the Sixers. That's insane. It's like crazy. Yeah. So I feel like this, like these past few months, like yeah, like you were, you were saying, like like they're just like meshing like super well and like. I mean, yeah, like, obviously it sucks, like, with this Embiid injury, like, the timing couldn't be more off, but I feel like it gives Simmons more of, like, a push to, like, really be that guy, and, um, yeah, like, obviously they have more depth with Bellinelli and Ilyasova. Um, Covington really showed as, like, mm-hmm. like yeah, he's finally starting to so flash, like, early in the season, he was incredible he was like he a was, pleasant surprise and then all of a sudden it, it stopped well, and he we, said right after we signed him to that yeah yeah he yep. said oh no but then he he now it looks like he's back on track and that's just somebody going into the season you didn't think was gonna be that good right it, yeah it, 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 this season was absolutely a success uh in our opening i mean i kind of look like a fool you guys had like the their over under wasn't that high it was what 40 wins 42 I think. 42 uh, wins 42 and a half just to, making it 500. A, a 500 team i was the only one who, who took the under there i just and so the fact that they're gonna get 50 is really kind of surprising to me I mean, how many wins did they have last year? Like 20? 20, it was pretty... Yeah, yeah it was like was, tw- uh, 28 wins last yeah, year. And was, I, I know uh, Embiid was shut down, but who did we add? We added Ben Simmons and J.J. Redick. Like, those are like the big ones. I just did not think that was going to be such a big swing. Like, that's such an improvement. They were 14th out of 15 in the conference, and now they're, what, they're going to be three or four, mm. five, somewhere around there, and and a real threat to anybody who's going to play them in the playoffs once We're we get into that. problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of those... I we think have that was, energy, too. Yeah. We have that young energy. And Mask like, and beat is going to be so fresh. <laughs> oh, we basically... We, we have the benefit of having nothing to lose yeah. because we've already overachieved, and there's not pressure on us. There's pressure on the Celtics. At this point, there's pressure on the Raptors. They, I mean, they've you know come to this point many times and have fallen flat. So there's pressure for them to finally break through there. Always pressure on the Cavs, but for us to have not have been expected to be here, I think uh, that is going to play into our benefit. Oh yeah. I mean, some of our the advanced analytics on our team too. It's like I saw something where like the net rating of the top three men rotations, the Sixers are like the top four, and then you have the the rotation of Steph Curry. Durant and uh, like Clay Thompson behind them, and like Chris Paul, Capella, and Harden behind them. And so it's like ridiculous. Yeah. It was like I think it was five different rotations for the for the Sixers. Like five, but and the thing is, every they all had one thing in common. Embiid was was yeah. in every single yeah. one of those three oh, man, man rotations. I mean, yeah, his his advanced analytics are are crazy. So I guess we'll get into. Don't forget Dario Saric. Dario Shout Saric, out. yeah. <laughs> he he Saric last year he he basically should have well he, rookie of the year he was right there. And man, this year he's still just killing it. He is he is a huge part of that team. And I mean, even like the little guys like TJ McConnell, the yeah. jumping shout out, guy. shout out TJ, shout out to TJ, JJ Redick. That I thought I like the signing. Uh, he he had some stretches. We had that what was it December or something? It was like a pitiful month, oh, and it was where yeah. nobody could shoot. And I think JJ was a big part of that, and, and Covington. But yeah, JJ has come around. Veteran presence. Yeah, he's gonna be calm, cool, and collected come playoff time. Yeah, we just got like a really. I feel like I feel comfortable, more comfortable with our whole team now. I mean, with bringing Ilyasova back and Bellinelli, like Alex said, Bellinelli. I mean, just our our team as a whole. Everyone who was who was kind of coming up last year is better this year, and the team as a whole is just it just meshes so well. I just you got to give credit to Brett Brown too. Definitely, he's just been like. 
out of he had to like put up through years of just dog shit <laughs> and now it's like finally coming together and it's just like such an exciting time like to finally see it come to like fruition yeah he's a good coach it would like it'd be nice to see him in a coach of the year candidacy but there's like a lot of i think brad, brad stevens even, yeah brad stevens but i saw like yeah i saw they were talking about it last night for the uh the Cavs game, and they, I, they put four names up there, and Brett Brand wasn't one of them. It's like, all right. Mm. It was the Pacers coach, which I understand. I mean, they have just about the same record as the Sixers. Nobody expected them Nobody to be there. Nobody saw that, yeah. Um, you had D'Antoni, but since he won last year, I don't think he'll win again. But it's tough to say. I mean, they have, what, 60, they're going to get, like, 66 wins or something. It's just crazy. Um, ben Simmons will average a triple-double next year, wire and <laughs> That's I, he gets them at yes. ease. He I gets, will say yes. If anything, it's the say points. Say it now, people. Say it now. Hell, I'm gonna hell say no. yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say no right. because only. But Mark I think I think eventually he might do it. Um, he's say. built to be a, he's built to be a triple double machine, being a a point guard that height. Mm-hmm. Uh, more more people are shooting threes, so that you get those long rebounds. That's why you see kind of these point guards getting higher rebound numbers. I think him and Lonzo Ball like are built to get those triple doubles because they're tall point guards. Um, but. To average a triple double, I mean, again, we've only had one kind of. I've only seen one person do it. Oscar Robinson did it before. The guy Russell Westbrook did it last year. He's really close to doing it this year. Um, I don't know. That's ben, just, ben he needs Simmons, to get a lot though. He's doing things though that no player's ever done. It's his rookie year. Yeah, I mean, man, and he's getting more. Yeah, more. He's more just getting better. Yeah, double. and he, man, he hustles. He gets that jump shot going. Yeah, you have to be pretty excited <sighs> about everything we've seen from him this year. So what? What I really want is. I'd rather him work on his his shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As far as triple double goes, yeah, possi- possibly. But yeah, work on that shooting stroke. That's the one thing that concerns me. Get that points per game up there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He get, I would rather him score a little bit more than the rebounds. We got it covered. I think. I mean, we have a tall team, so it's kind of get sp- split up as far as that goes. So I mean, having a triple double, it's a nice achievement. But Tom, Tom and I kind of. I don't know. We I, we kind of thought the triple double was a little overrated last year, <laughs> so I don't want to get too much hype on it. But um, you definitely, it's nice to see again, him I think he's stuff built, in that stat sheet. Though yeah, I think he's built for the triple double in the kind of a triple double era that we're kind of getting into. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely possible. But I'm just gonna say no, just because it's so rare. Yeah, but, but hopefully he does. Yeah, hopefully he does. Trust <laughs> the process. Little, yeah, then he'll be in MVP contention one day. But he needs to work on his shooting. So we're definitely happy with the Sixers regular season so far. Yeah. Um, Trust it, baby. But now the regular season is over, just about. And we got to kind of get prepared for the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Oh, playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> playoffs? <laughs> All right, so playoffs. The Sixers' chances... Eastern Conference has been owned by LeBron for the last seven years. He's gone, um, yeah, seven straight finals and kind of the road. Even though he's the third seed, maybe fourth seed, it you got to assume it probably goes through him. That just got me thinking, like, I because the Sixers weren't in contention at any of those seven years. They played them in 2012, I think, uh, against the Heat and actually won a game. Mm-hmm. But the Sixers must have been... Sixth, seventh, they were probably the seventh seed because I think the Cavs were the, the two seed that year. The heat, yeah, so yeah, the Heat. Um, anyway, so yeah, like, like basically nobody expected us to win that series, and since LeBron's been on his tear, Sixers haven't been in, in his way. So I always kind of wondered what did it feel like to be a Rocket a Raptors fan, to be a Celtics fan, to be like a Pacers fan, like a do Hawks you, fan. A Hawk, like, do you think you have a chance? They probably they probably do. Like, and that's kind of what I think. Like, because I, I do think the Sixers have a chance. But am I just getting like am I too deep into it? Maybe. So I just kind of compiled the uh, win loss records of all the teams that were kind of in LeBron's way, 
over the last seven years, both like who the conference opponent was or who like the other best team was. A few inter- I don't I don't really know how to interpret the data, so we'll talk about it. Basically, the best the other best team in the East, other than LeBron's team, either the Heat or the Cavs, averaged fifty four wins over the season, a sixty seven percent winning percentage. So and LeBron also averaged around fifty five wins. So it was always like an even matchup on paper. And he kind of just schools them, really. Like he's he has a 700 winning percentage in those conference finals, and nobody really thinks the other team has a chance. There's been some some game, seven game series, but you know, like he, like especially last year, like the Raptors, he just kind of toyed with them. And so now there might be some differences. So in all those years, LeBron has never been lower than a two seed. This year, he's not going to be two seed. He'll be three or four. He also has a 600 winning percentage, which is the lowest winning percentage in those seven years. Um, so that's, and that's tied with the Sixers. So I don't know. What do we think? Do we think we, uh, first of all, do you think we, we might not even play them because they might not get to where they had to be. <laughs> it all depends on the, yeah, the problem is with, before we talk about playing LeBron or we could just get to it. We don't know when we're going to play him or yeah. if, right. uh, but let's just assume for now that at some point the, the path is going to go through the Cavs. Like, do you guys think that the Sixers actually have a chance? <laughs> it, it's really <laughs> it's hard to like, say. I honestly don't think LeBron has been better offensively right now. He's just, like these past few months. He's just it's just been crazy. Like, so yeah, I don't know. He's just on an absolute tear right now. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be really hard, but I'd like to stay optimistic. <laughs> right. What about you, Mike? So the thing is, this year I think, besides when back when LeBron was on the Cavs before. I think this is probably the worst team that LeBron's had around him in a while. Um, I don't think there's any... I mean, last year and the previous years on the Cavs, he's had Kyrie If like to kind of you know put some points on the board. I feel like there's you don't really have that other superstar player. I mean, you have Kevin Love. So I don't think there's anyone really there to you know pick up LeBron's slack. Not saying that LeBron can't do it, but I think if there's any year... That the Sixers had a chance, like if you if they had to play any of those other LeBron teams of recent memory, I think this is the year that they could do it. But the thing is, it's, it's still LeBron. I yeah, mean, he just does it. Yeah, I agree. He, like, he he goes into a different mode in the playoffs. Playoff LeBron is a lot different than regular season. He, he turns LeBron. into he's a not going to take those breaks off a of D. He's not going to, you know, he's he's going to carry a lot of the, the full load steam and, ahead. Yeah, it, but like, yeah, again, like. I think I asked, like, with Love out, it's like, who is their second best player? Like, you can't even really it's narrow like, it down. J.R. Smith, like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. It's either him or maybe Hill. I don't know. Uh, but but I, I think I would rather play the Celtics or the Raptors than play the Cavs still. Still? Okay. Because I, 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 I don't know. I, I, even them, it's like uh, the Sixers started off kind of okay, and they just got, like, red hot. You know, like they were kind of like float in the beginning of the season. They were kind of floating around 500, maybe a little bit of below, maybe a game above. And then now all of a sudden, you know, they're 15 games above 500. Right. But part of me gets a little bit nervous about that because going after like the All-Star break, it was, hey, the Sixers have like the easiest schedule from here on out. And we kind of saw that play out. It's hard to say, did they actually get better? Well, I think they did. But at the same time, they haven't played that many good teams. Mm-hmm. But but I would still say everybody's everybody knows like I mean you don't really want to play the Sixers it's a, kind of a good place to be 
But again, again, I think the one team I am most afraid of are the Cavs. I guess let's like back into it a little bit more and just talk about the first round. Yeah, because right now we can... The seating is, like I said earlier, 3-4-5 Cavs, Sixers, Pacers, and the 4-5 play each other. So as it stands right now, the Sixers would play the Pacers in the first round and have home court advantage. And then we wouldn't see the Cavs until the conference finals, unless there's a first round upset with either the Raptors or the Celtics, which I don't see happening. Um... So I guess, say we play the Pacers. The problem is, too, we just found out that Embiid broke his face. And he will be out for two to four weeks. And the playoffs start in about two weeks. So, uh, Mike, you said that um, he might miss the first game. That's what I heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I anticipate him not missing the whole series. Because it's it's not like it's a a knee thing. I I think he can put a face mask on. And it's maybe risky for some more permanent damage. But I could see him kind of... At least it's not his legs yeah, and knees right. or something. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's going to tweet about it. We'll laugh about it. It'll be funny. And I saw his Instagram story. He was in the hospital. Yeah, not good. Like, not good. I was like, oh. I, I wonder, I does anyone know what our record is against like the East's playoff teams? Like, No, I don't know that yeah, off like, the top of my head. I'm, yeah. Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's not I know great. we're 1-2 against the Pacers, which isn't great. The Pacers are scrappy. We're 1-2 against the They're so Cavs. scrappy. Oladipo is... Most improved player. He yeah, is, like, sure. out for blood. Yeah. A guy wants to win. He was doing the... <laughs> against the Heat the other night, the D-Wade My House celebration. Yeah, yeah, he does that. <laughs> he's ruthless. And he's, like, Indiana... He went to Indiana College... Um, and now he's just in Indiana, for, so they just love him over there. Yeah, they like were, their over under was thirty one and a half, and they're at forty five wins right now. Yeah, that's one of that was I think something that nobody was expecting. That's a big surprise. Yeah. I think they're just pissed off because people were like downplaying them and like not expecting much from them. They have some players that kind of came from places or were on the Pacers, and they've well, I think a big part. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people last year were saying how bad. Russell Westbrook's supporting cast was, and you have Oladipo and Sabonis were on that team and left, and now you look at the. I mean, that's that's a chip on your shoulder. All season, people are t- talking about how how bad you are, and now you see that he's an all uh, Oladipo's an all star. So I mean, obviously, yeah, something wasn't meshing there in Oklahoma City. Now he's and he says he, the way he's playing, he learned a lot from Russell Westbrook, and maybe he's taken that with him, and he's been able to kind of put a team sort of on his back. I mean, you know, nobody's saying they're going to be coming out of the East, but you got to be really impressed with it, what they're doing when people thought they might be in tank mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, but that's the team we're going to play. I would say I'd like our ch- chances against them, but again, there's no team here. That I think will absolutely destroy, like beat us, or also it's not really a team where I think we could absolutely win. No, I don't know. It's, 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 it's really all hard. really close. It's 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 almost it's too close for comfort. Yeah, especially uh, we're, we're like you know we don't have that experience. It's a very young yeah. team. Right. We need him beat. We need him beat back though. Yeah, like for we're sure. not. I don't. If if he didn't come back for that whole first series, I don't know. I don't know. It would be really iffy if we'd come out of the first series if, if we didn't have a beat so i think if if the sixers we we kind of expect them to do go either way here but either way it's been a great season and we know they're young so they'll be back for more let's just take the sixers out of it for now and talk more just overall eastern conference because the raptors had a great season and celtics are up there and they have Kyrie Irving coming back and then you have the Cavs. out of those three teams what do we think well i mean it, i would take the Cavs. i'm still even though the Rap- the Raptors have had a better like this is their better season in a while, but we saw when they played each other, um, and even though they had a great first half and it looked like the game was over, they just there's something about LeBron when he when he comes in that the, he kind of owns them. 
Um, I think you should be a little bit more worried about them this year. They do have a good team. I mean, they really do. The best team they've ever had. Yeah. It's like I could totally see why. If it's not now, then when? Yeah, with when? It, it would be never. Year yeah. after year yeah. of losing in the playoffs. Like they now, have to be like, angry. Yeah. It's when, it's when like, LeBron goes to the Western Conference, I guess. They're all, no, but they're all getting older. Like how old's Lowry now? Like yeah, even they're all, there, like, they're yeah. all like it's it's got to be now or never. Like but they had a pretty. I mean, you can't say it, it, they're getting pretty disrespected. Honestly, they've had a pretty great season, but nobody still has no, them like sort I, of at the finals. Toronto team. fans love. That's the only thing they talk about. How nobody talks about Toronto. Yeah. That's all I hear and like it's yeah it's just i mean like maybe it is like you're right like they just it's like mentally they can't get it like lebron just shits on them all the time like but yeah i mean yeah actually i want to bring this up too what happened to ibaka does anyone even say Iblaka anymore? No, his, I think his blocks like, are down. And he, he, but, but, <laughs> like, remember what yeah, that yeah. was? No, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, like, was, he, he, was, he was a huge part of that yeah, Thunder team. Exactly, and I feel like he just died. Like, I think he's still a that, that Oladipo trade, like, people were saying, like, oh, Ibaka's better. Like, why would you? I remember that was a whole, like, fi- like yeah, whole thing. debate, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I haven't really heard much from him. I don't, how old is he? I mean, he's, I don't know, actually. I, I, he's probably he pretty old. While, yeah. Yeah. But I would say I think he's he's a pretty good player. Like when, from from what I've seen of the Raptors, he is a he's a piece of that team. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's Rim led protector. by Lowry. They're there. He's just gonna be like that Biombo guy, <laughs> but like a little bit better. Biombo was so weird because he's not that good of a player, but he had like those two really good games. <laughs> yeah. So like like you know you gotta like Abak is definitely an upgrade. <laughs> but, Jurassic Park was lit. <laughs> And then, then we got the Celtics, which is an interesting story. I mean, you know, the Kyrie trade at the beginning of the season. Who saw that coming? It's a team that was pretty good last year. They were the one seed last year. This year they're going to be the two seed. Gordon Hayward obviously isn't coming back. You know, this is the best defensive team in the league. Probably the coach of the year. Kyrie Irving, he's, I mean, you know, he's been to three straight finals too. Uh, do we like, I guess it would be... The Celtics would play the Cavs before the Raptors do. So, <laughs> do we see a situation where the Celtics beat the Cavs? The Celtics are scrappy. Yeah, they're also scrappy. Yeah. They got like Jalen Brown, Al Horford, like the, yeah, like Marcus Smart. Like they got a lot of people who, I mean, th- like they might not be all stars, but they play. They're really pretty. Clo- they're pretty close. Like I they got still, a lot of guys that are like. Only- I still don't think though <laughs> that it's about this year for them. It's about the next eight to ten for the Celtics. So like when you guys say like they have pressure, I kind of disagree with that. I think it's more so about what's going to happen down the line once they get Hayward back. They're still a really good team without. I think I saw a stat when obviously Hayward's out, but when like Kyrie wasn't playing too, their record was still really good. Um, obviously getting coached amazingly by Brad Stevens, but I mean, yeah, I still would probably favor LeBron over them, but we'll see. Yeah, if, if they had Hayward, man, yeah, different story. I think they, I, th- I think they'd come out of the Eastern Conference maybe on top. Yeah, I think even still, I don't know, I don't know if I, I think. I think they're going to give LeBron a tougher battle than the Raptors would. I don't know why. Just, Sorry, Toronto. I'm still sleeping. <laughs> I'm still sleeping on the Raptors. I mean, you, I can't blame you for sleeping on the Raptors. Though. I feel like LeBron just LeBron just dismantles them. It doesn't matter what the records so, are. So do we think? So we think that Slap maybe the conference around. finals is going to be the Celtics rematch of the last year's conference finals, the Celtics versus. Do we think it's going to be the Celtics? Oh, no, no. It can't be the Celtics versus uh, Cavs. It could be if uh, the Cavs drop to the four seed. They would play the Raptors. Okay. In the, right. The There's a lot of some wonky, so I, yeah, yeah, some I'm kind of hoping. Stuff. I'm hoping 
it would be a Celtics Cavs Eastern Conference Finals. I think that story is a lot. I put a little nice bow on the season because uh, I would say that trade was one of the bigger storylines of the season off season. Although there were three, three or four big ones, um, that was one of the bigger ones, and especially it was the biggest one in the Eastern Conference. Other than some people leaving, but that would be kind of what everybody wants to see. I that's think. a serious. I still think it died though. You haven't heard anything from it, have you? That's like Kyrie's not a trash talker either. No, he's, he's, not. he's kind of like like I. I well, once we get to it, like to the Western Conference Finals, potentially, I think that's going to be like Blood. such a dogfight because Chris Paul and Harden they will talk shit like <laughs> to that team, and it's going to be it's going to be a battle. But we'll get to that. We'll see. And I just got, I guess I want to respond since since we said it was the pressure of Kyrie and leaving. Like I think he has the most pressure on him this Disagree. season. Disagree. Disagree. Right. I, I know you, but the, my thinking is like this is a guy who decided to leave LeBron James. Because he didn't want to be Scottie Pippen, like which is fine. But imagine if Scottie Pippen left Michael Jordan after their first three titles or whatever. Like that's that's like a mo- monumental like decision to make in your career. And now it's kind of, maybe not right now. Yeah. But you now put it on yourself to like put up or shut up or you made a big mistake. What if imagine if the Cavs go? And I know they're not favorites to do this, but with injuries happening in the West, imagine if they go and win the finals. Like, LeBron wins the finals on the Cavs. I mean, what does that makes Kyrie look pretty bad. But then imagine if Kyrie, say they can beat the Cavs, which I think they can. Like, that's that's I think that's just so big on his decision. Like again, it's like it's like Scottie Pippen leaving Michael Jordan and beating him. Yeah, I think like, it'll <laughs> say I think it'll say a lot. Or or Scottie Pippen leaving whatever Michael Jordan happen- and not winning yeah. another title. Like Whatever happens. If the Cavs or the Celtics, I feel like, I feel like in the, I mean, obviously the Raptors, there's just a lot of pressure on the top three teams in the Eastern Conference because the Raptors have continually fell short. The Celtics, like we said, Kyrie, I mean, you're, I think you're Gordon going Hayward getting hurt alleviated, alleviated oh, a lot of the pressure because, not to say there's an excuse, it's a, it's a reason of why, uh, yeah, of why he wouldn't kind of be pushed up there. But to be honest, he got pretty lucky that he got traded to the Celtics because Again, he got traded. He could have been traded to the Atlanta Hawks, and what would have happened then? Yeah, as far as the Celtics go, I think they're a strong team still, even without Hayward. But I think the Eastern Conference is pretty competitive. Yeah, I think I think so too. I mean, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know the Celtics. This might be the hardest, uh, the most difficult time LeBron's going to have getting out of the conference. But he's had some problems in the past, you know, over these seven years. But this one is like definitely it's a little bit nerve wracking. Him being not even couldn't maybe not even be the third seed. I mean, you just don't see that. I'm surprised um, you guys didn't mention the 866. Uh, I guess I'll give my thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> so again, he passed Michael Jordan for most consecutive ten points, uh, ten point games. Double I guess digit double-digit game. games yeah. points. Um, is it a big deal? It's not a. It's it's, it's a, a pre- footnote. I think. Yeah, it's a footnote. I mean, the thing is, you look at the list of who he had to pass. It's Michael Jordan one, Kareem two. I think whenever you see a list with Jordan one, Kareem two, and then you pass it. It's you don't even have to know what it is. It's impressive. I honestly don't know if it's ever going to be matched because he hasn't done it. He hasn't had less than ten points since before two thousand seven. That's a long time ago. <laughs> you look at the, some of the people, active players. Um, Durant had a long streak, but right now he's only at sixty seven. I think. Who's the other guy? Steph Curry. He's at one. So I don't know. I, I, and Harden's in second place. He's about six hundred games behind. So <laughs> so I don't yeah. think it's, it's a mean, record. It's it's a record that I didn't didn't know existed consistent. until he broke it. But like, all right, yeah, like Magic Johnson played in nine hundred six games in his career. LeBron gives you forty more more of these, and like 
Yeah. He's already like given more double figures than Magic played in his whole career. Which is it's just crazy. amazing to like. Because I think when it, when it's all said and done, and this is something we didn't know until maybe two years ago, is that longevity is going to be a big argument for the legacy of LeBron. And um, it's pretty impressive what's happening. He's in his 15th season. The one, th- the thing too, it, the whole Le- LeBron legacy thing, it's always difficult because some people go by age, some people go by number of seasons. The thing is, he didn't play college, so it's like a weird kind of. You just have to decide. Like the pros and cons to each. Like he's on his 15th season. What Jordan played 15 seasons, but yeah. Jordan retired when he was much older. Yeah, so he also it, had that break where he was playing yeah, baseball. He retired twice. So, so if you're looking like age by age and season by season, it's a little different. Like LeBron's doing things in his 15th season that Jordan wasn't doing, but at the same age, Jordan was still winning championships. I think he was just about ready to win his last championship at this age. Yeah. Um. So guessing game. LeBron has 50 points, or, or he has more 50-point games in his career than he does single digits. So he has 11 50-point games. How many single digits does he have? Uh, I think I I saw this stat, but I don't remember. It was seven or something? Eight. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. he has more 50-point games nuts. than single digits, which is ridiculous. And I think a big part of that, again, is his longevity. I mean, he's the most durable athlete I've ever seen. I mean, so. how much money does he spend on his body? Right, like. yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, even, I mean, I don't know what anybody else is spending. But the point is, like, most players at some point in a season get hurt in the first quarter and just don't play the rest of it. That, I've never seen that happen to LeBron. No, he just which gets is his why he face, has record. He yeah. just gets his face hurt and then wears that mask yeah. and scores, like, 60 I've, points. I've seen him roll his ankle, like, seriously roll it. Like in a in a in a sense that people would leave the game and he didn't even he laced his shoes back up and didn't even go out and then had a triple double that was the season and uh, it was really weird <laughs> I don't know what like so it's just like things like that he's the most durable athlete I've ever seen and I think that's part of the this record like it's not that impressive if somebody else like a, not LeBron James but like somebody in that top tier class just stays healthy they would easily do this too but so it's a it's a little combination of the consistency and the age and. You know, I think it's a, yeah, as you said, it's an impressive record if you're if you're passing Michael Jordan in anything. It's one I didn't know existed. A little footnote, so you know, it's it's nothing to take to take too seriously. It legitimizes him as the greatest of all time. Uh, <laughs> this alone after, <laughs> after TJ McConnell. Yeah, yeah, after TJ. So should we move on to the West, or we got anything it. else? Um, yeah, all right. Going to the so West. we'll look at the standings here. We have the Rockets' number one seed. That I think is clinched because they have sixty-two wins. Well, they did. They officially clinched it. They did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That picture with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they they clinched number one seed, which is impressive. Or we'll talk about it at least. Uh, Warriors. Number two seed um, at this point, Blazers number three seed, and then it's just a big mess. Four to nine, really, or no, four to ten have a chance of like flip flopping around because the Spurs, Thunder, and Timberwolves all have forty four wins. So that's the four, five, and six, and then you have the Pelicans and the Jazz at forty three. That takes you to the eighth seed. Yeah, and then after that, you have the Clippers and Nuggets knocking on the door. So let's, I guess, just start at the top. Or do you want to start go bottom up? Let's start at the bottom. I think yeah. it's a little bit more interesting. Start from the bottom. Well, not more interesting, yeah. less interesting. So we'll start there. So you kind of have, so you, yeah, you have a big group of teams here to talk about. The Spurs, who have drama going on. The Thunder, drama all year. Timberwolves, they're kind of the one team. It's like they kind of lost their star, but I still. think Butler's trying to come back. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, so if they come back, they they were a different team before he went out, and that's actually something. Before uh, we'll keep keep going with the list. So, yeah, Pelicans. You have Anthony Davis and a, a hurt Bergie Cousins from that team. So 
Uh, lots of lots to talk about there. The Jazz, who have a Rookie of the Year contender, apparently. Um, and then, yeah, the Clippers and Nuggets, nothing really to say. Besides, uh, can they make the playoff? And yeah. Clippers, this is an interesting season with them losing both Chris Paul and uh, Blake Griffin, and they're still kind of knocking at the door. So out of all those teams... Who, if you're the Rockets or the Warriors, wouldn't you want to play? The, the Thunder. The Spurs. <laughs> the Thunder, Spurs. Spurs, is, is that, are you assuming that even if yeah, Kawhi doesn't come yeah. back, you still don't want to play the Spurs? No, I still wouldn't want to play the Spurs. I still think that they would. Because Popovich is just such a yeah. good coach. He just yeah. knows what he's doing. So lucky, luckily for the Rockets, the Spurs right now are sitting at the fourth seed. But again, it's like all separated by a game about. Yeah. So uh, just, a, just as much likely. I would say, well, Mike, why, why the Thunder? I think this might be firepower. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they yeah. just have like atomic nukes in their pocket, but they just don't know how to use them. Yeah, it's a team that with with talent alone on paper before the season was expected to be fourth best team in the West, probably. And I think I would agree. Uh, I would agree that's a team if you're the Rockets, you don't want to. They play. just like haven't improved though. You know, yeah, I know like, it's so like, literally, literally with. Like, you look at their record, and it stayed exactly the same. I think, like, I, I, I don't know how many games in, but it was the exact same with the additions that they made, and it's just like, damn. Like, really? It's like weird. But they play up to their competition. They play very well against the Warriors and the Rockets, which I think shows, again, it's a talent thing that you would be nervous about. Um, the problem is, I don't know. Russell Westbrook, to me, like, I always think he's a little bit too out of control, and in a seven-game series, I would take, you know, the likes of... I'm just more of a Harden guy and a Chris Paul guy. I, I think in a long series, but they, I mean, not that they have much, they haven't really proved that they can win in the playoffs yet. Harden has been to the Western Conference Finals before. Um, Chris Paul hasn't, but. What about Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, he's having a rough go of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Is. yeah, they, yeah like his he fourth quarter, he's looking really, like they're honing in on his lay off the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're honing in on his fourth quarter stats as of late, and he had another stinker last night uh, where he didn't actually really play. I, and then, like, yeah, they weren't passing it to him. I he just see some of the shots and, like, yeah. they're awful bricks. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, damn, Melo. What happened? But they're a good what defensive team. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, w- I would agree that they're probably... They're scary in the fe- sense that they have, like, that ceiling. But, yeah, the Spurs have that consistency. Like, in a seven-game series, Are we that you would be nervous that? about. Thunder that situation? Are all over yeah. the place. Yeah, well, right. yeah let's talk I, about the Spurs. I want to talk about the Thunder first. Right. Yeah, I also have a few comments Word. on Thunder. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> um, Big point of contention in this group. Uh, yeah. Last season, Tom and I did not think he should have won MVP just because I have my, a lot of problems with his game. So mm. here we are with the Thunder this year. Because last year, it was like all the talk I thought was, and it was a huge thing, was he doesn't have any players around him. And I just think this year, it I don't know. I feel a little bit vindicated with, my, uh, with, with, with that because you look at the players who left, Sabonis, Oladipo, and Cantor. They're all pretty good players, and Stephen Adams is showing how important he is. Which, which he was important in 2016, like in that in that finals, that conference finals game. So, like, I already knew he was good. I thought the team wasn't that bad last year, or whatever. He won the MVP because he averaged a triple double, and his stats were ridiculous. I just don't really like his playing style. So here we are this year. There, were, there was a lot of pressure on him. I think this year to 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 play well, and he's he's having a good season, but the wins aren't there. They're pretty low in the conference standings. I think they're going to finish with less wins than they did last year. Um, but at the same token, like here we are, he's almost averaging a triple or double again, but he's not in MVP talks. I think the novelty sort of wore off and uh, yeah, I just, I'm still not really impressed with, with, with what he's doing. I don't know. So, so that's my thought of the thunder this year. I, I, I'm just not really, the West is rough, man. The West is rough. Wild, 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 yeah. 
the rest it, it's, but it's pretty i see rough. i see what you're they, saying they, they, they have like i mean it's pretty rough but there's no great teams besides the two there's the two obviously warriors and rockets have great seasons and the other ones are pretty deep and then you got the tank like pretty deep tanking in both conferences yeah I, see, I definitely see your point though it's like um especially when you look at the numbers like head-to-head like when he has the like that talent surrounding him you would think that he would but maybe he just isn't geared to play with superstars. I don't know. My my I, my point on him is, all right. So coming into the season, like you're having a whole new team. You have three scores on your team. It's Westbrook, Carmelo, and Paul George. So first, I feel like the beginning of the season is just an adjustment period. Right. Like they I, have to I, learn I, to play with okay each with other. That, yeah. So I think like the fact that they are still in it is good like yeah i i thought they would have more wins too but i think that there definitely was an adjustment period i think there's they're still adjusting to it um but i think westbrook this year has been doling out the ball i mean more than like he he's not you don't see him having this insane like 40 point games and stuff all the time like true but he's still leading the league in shots uh, on a percentage that's not yeah, but who are you gonna let? You gonna let Melo take shots? He's been maybe not garbage. But, but I think he shoots too much for his his shooting percentage, and I think that that's been his problem. I think his entire career, even when Kevin Durant was there, um, he was always averaged more shots per game, but less points per game than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant leaves his efficiency goes up. Pretty much anybody who leaves them, their stats go up. Um, I think he's, he's a good calm- player. He's obviously a good player. He's I think he's really calmed down player. a lot though, like like yeah. shot wise. I think he doles out the ball a lot more. I think he does too because like, he, he, because he kind of yeah. has to. But I think that he's made improvements in that aspect. So I see him as yeah, okay. You know, maybe he's not as you know great as as you thought he was, or you you don't think he deserved it. But I think he's really gearing his game to his team. Yeah. This is something I would t- say about Westbrook. And he, he is obviously really good. He's the guy you would want if you had nobody on your team and you needed to win, like, 43 games on the season. You could take him and nobody else. And I don't think there's many players you could do that. But if you do have a really uh, – not that the, Rock- the the Thunder really aren't that good. But I think they do have pieces and they could be, be they should be better. Like, if you do – if you have a team that has talent around it, I don't think Russell Westbrook would be your point guard of choice. And that's kind of why I've never really been a big Russ fan. Yeah. If you're going to, like – you, yeah, yeah, you could definitely critique, I guess, his, like, style of play, but, I mean, you can never take away, like, his motor, like, no. he just always has it. If I'm gonna sit down and watch, like, a three-hour basketball game, he's on the top of my list, because I know what I'm getting every single night. He's not gonna take any plays off, he's not really gonna, like, you know, dog it, so... He's just always like a full head of steam, which I guess, yeah, you could you could say is, like, a negative in some sense, but... I don't know. I think that, yeah, I don't know. I just think that, you know, yeah, Paul George is trying to find his groove again, and Melo is past his prime. I, 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 I think that, I don't know. It's I think the, they, yeah. kind, I think the Thunder kind of got overhyped. Okay. That, I, see, I don't. I just, I think in hindsight we could say that, but I think that, that the team has the talent to be better. Um, you know, with with Durant, I don't know. I, I, when you have a as high usage percentage as. Westbrook. I just think the way he plays, and we already said this, is that he almost puts a ceiling on your team, like you said, Paul. And it, it, he's a guy who can make your team from go from bad to good. But it's a, it's a different thing and almost harder to make your team go from good to great. And I don't think he's shown that he he could do that by himself. Which, I mean, not that many people can. Yeah, I mean, if we're, again, we're, it's not by he's, himself He's anymore. a really good player. I mean, he won MVP. If if I, I didn't think he should have won it, but at most he's second. Yeah, I thought he was second. That's still mm. really good. Yeah, but my problem, I do have my issues with his game in general, and I don't think they're really going to be 
corrected. I mean, I could see this guy. I, mean, I think he's going to struggle to get out of the first round for the, the rest of his career. Honestly, um, you know, it depends on how the seedings are going to shake out this year. But if if he's just, they very well could be the seven eight seed and have to play the Rockets or the Warriors. Um, and I, I think he's going to keep struggling with that. And, it's, and I think he's going to struggle to get players with him. Paul George, I would be surprised if he stays. Nobody really knows what's going to happen there. But I would. He, this for some reason he wants to play with the, for the Lakers. I think that's probably going to happen. Um, so that's just kind of my thoughts. Even though at the same time I'm going to say. Like the Warriors, we'll get into them when we get into them. But like, I think that the team they don't want to play is probably at the same time. I'm, I'm kind of dissing Russell Westbrook. I think the team they don't want to play would be the Thunder. Don't so, yeah. don't sleep on the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, like like I say, he, he's going to struggle power. to get out of the first round for the rest of his career. I so, think. So but. the other team uh, we talked about not wanting to play is the Spurs. Um, they're going through some drama right now with Kawhi Leonard. He has been cleared to play now for a few weeks. I think two months. Yeah, <laughs> a few months. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's been um, a while. And he just hasn't been playing, and it's it's pretty. The Spurs are an organization that's not talking to the media too much about it, but it's kind of getting leaked out through players and what they're saying to to the media. Um, so yeah, let's go on in on what what we think about this. Alex, do you have anything? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. It's such a weird time. We haven't seen this in like the past like twenty years in San Antonio. Really. I mean. You could kind of call it, like, I guess, like a culture breakdown um, with this whole Kawhi situation. I, I'm a big Kawhi fan. I like him a lot. He's one of my favorite players. But at the same time, it's like, shouldn't you be out there, like, playing? Like, I, I can kind of get behind it. Like, when you're an athlete, your body is everything. Like, you kind of look down the, the line. But, yeah, Tom, you said you said it best. Like, he's kind of like Derek Rosing. Everyone in San Antonio is kind of turning their backs on him because, you know, obviously with the culture that like Duncan and these guys like Parker and stuff built like those are the guys there and like if they're calling you out which I don't necessarily agree with I I don't want like I wouldn't want my teammates to really throw me under the bus but it's just it's it's such a weird time right now it's very weird I think it's the weirdest story of the the season thus far and I think for all the reasons you said it you wouldn't expect that from the Spurs it's such a cultural breakdown um and the culture sort of it almost seems like the culture is backfiring, not backfiring, but turning itself against Kawhi, which is so odd because you always thought Kawhi was, which I still think he is, like a perfect fit for that organization. The heir apparent to Tim Duncan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just bored. Yeah. He does nothing. He's, He's not exciting. He's boring. He's like a perfect fit for the Spurs organization, the way he plays. I, I think I agree with you, Alex, that I disagree with him throwing him under the bus. But a, a player like Tony Parker doing that, he must have. Re- they must have reached their breaking point and, and gotten to the point where they have to put themselves in a mindset that this guy he's not on the team. I, yeah. I that's exactly what Manu said, which I can get behind. If you say it in that terms, like Manu basically came out and was like, "All I know is that we're fighting without Kawhi or something like that." But he didn't say like this injury is nothing, like yeah. whatever. Tony Mine Parker, was a hundred times worse. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, you got these old these yeah. old guys like Pau Gasol <laughs> and like Manu Ginobili, Patty Mills. You got these guys who are like old and they're like yeah. they've been through the playoffs a million times. They're like, suck it up, young boy. Yeah. Get in the fucking game. I think he's like twenty six <laughs> and he I mean, yeah, honestly, like when he's on point, like he's one of the best players in the league and it's just like I don't know. I, I he 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 like misses a lot of games though. Like he, if you look at his seasons, they're really not that high. Like in terms of like consistency, but I, that's just mainly due to pop resting players. Right. But yeah, so I I compare this to Derrick Rose and 
even with that situation, I understood where Derrick Rose was coming from. He, he was a young guy who had knee, knee problems, and he was clear to play, but wanted to take an extra step caref- more careful. So, And it's the same thing with like, Kawhi is really young. The problem is he has these veterans on his team that this might be the last year, and they want a, a, as good a team as they can possibly have. So I can see why. I kind of see both sides on this one. Um, but it does kind of show a little chink in Kawhi's armor. I think he's somebody who like rarely gets criticized. And it's one thing to be quiet, but you can you can be too quiet. And I don't think he communicated this properly with his teammates. And now it's kind of showing, and they're showing their frustration with him. I'm not sure if that's entirely true, but that's kind of what it, I'm it might be. It. I like, mean, look at the Sixers when they were saying like the organization was just being too quiet about injuries and stuff. People get frustrated with that kind of stuff. Yeah, you want that access, and yeah, you, you kind of then you start having these conspiracies almost of what's actually going on, like. Like for Sixers, for example, like we're used to this with players missing an entire year for almost no reason. Right. Um, and you get to the point, it's like, are they like tanking? You're like, left it was, in the dark. Yeah, yeah. But then, but we knew back then it was like that was kind of trusting the process was tanking. Um, but the Spurs, it, you really, the Spurs organization, I think we all know they want him to play. It all just comes down to Kawhi not playing. Even still, weird. though, like I'm, I'm telling you, you like still even still, yeah, teams. I still think like they can stretch some teams. Like they're one of the best defenses in the league. Like, um, Lamarcus well, Aldridge is yeah. is like the, what like I, I would put him up there in, and he gets forgotten about a he lot. Does, yeah. But he is in the Anthony Davis, Boogie Cousin, uh, Joel Embiid, and Carl Anthony Towns class. Paul, of, a Paul class George of gets all forward. the talk, and it's just like why, like yeah, exactly, guys like that, and it's just like. Lamarcus Aldridge really stepped up. Like you said it perfectly the other day, like how he had to like kind of get coached differently by Pop because like he was just getting skewered in San Antonio. Right. What happened? I think the story there is he requested a trade uh, over the last season, and and the the story I saw and it was the difference on how like the Cleveland organization and how San Antonio dealt with a situation where the top player requested a trade, Cleveland doing it, and San Antonio looking at it. And saying, what could we do differently? And why does this person want to trade? And and it came down, and Pop kind of examined that situation and said, well, Marcus Aldridge, uh, I'm over coaching him. This is a guy who's like really good. So I'll take a, take a step back. And ever since then, it's been like a good fit. Um, and Aldridge, like, yeah, he does get slept on. Look how he went to the, the playoffs with Portland mm-hmm. like every year. And yeah. now he's on the Spurs and he's been in the playoffs. Yeah, he, yeah. He's I always mean, in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's, so. it says something. But yeah, I don't. I don't think this is. This is a season. I think the story here is still on Kawhi. Um, this is a season where he was supposed to break out, understandably so. He's, a lot. Of, he was my like, cho- choice for MVP. I, think was, I have to relook at that, but I think he was for most of us. I think I had him. We for all MVP had him also. in there. I think. The fun, I think we also uh, none of us had it hard in winning it either. Really? I think. I think a lot of us thought his usage was go down, but um, either way. Uh, so yeah, I think Kawhi. This should have been his breakout season. He's 26. To me, my my whole theory is championship age is 27. Kawhi already has one at 22, but 27 is like when it's yours. You can look back at that 22 when when he was 22 and they won in 2014. Like yeah, he was really young and his his averages. He was averaging like 13 points a game per season in, in the season, but that was his breakout, winning a Finals MVP. This is where you can, you know, he's reaching that age where it would be his team, and it would have been his team, and where it's just such a weird peaking. story. I don't know if he's like trying to wait until he gets paid, like he gets that big max contract. That'd be interesting. Or like I, I really don't know. I know like, and it can, it can get kind of personal with family. I know his uncle is like his agent, mm. um, so I don't really know if he's like putting words in his his ear. And, I don't know, yeah. yeah. Then that's, again, the problem with both him and his organization being so quiet is that mm-hmm. we come up... Just like, come out and say something. Yeah, like, yeah, literally like, anything. Like, just have a... 
press conference, you know, eat some mango habanero wings that you like at Wingstop <laughs> and just be like, look, uh, my, like, <laughs> I can't play. My, I know I've been cleared, but I know my body, like, whatever. Yeah. Just something like that. Like His reputation's taking a big hit. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick stop to New Orleans. Um, New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> All right. Gumbalaya. <laughs> Jumbalaya. <laughs> Jumbalaya. <laughs> Uh, the Smoothie King Center. Um, so Boogie Boogie Cousins gets hurt. Damn. Uh, no. He was having an amazing season. For real. Anthony Davis. How old is he now? He's like 23. 23, pretty young <laughs> Maybe still. he's 24. Uh, personally, me and Paul have been... He's, he puts up stats. Ridiculous stats. Ridiculous stats. What what do I think about him? I, I don't know. I, I, Mike, what do you think about him? I'll just start with my thought I on Anthony Davis. I love you, Jenny. One thing I always say about him and Boogie Cousins is, like, wake me up when they do something. It, yeah, <laughs> it's a little too broad. And what I mean by that is that these guys are both young. They're both, like, 23, 24. Like, this is, like, MBA. Davis is 25. He's, he's 25? Okay, so... Like that's that's really young to me, and and he's been putting up these stats since he's gotten into the league. So when I see he has these games, these crooked numbers, he's been doing that since he's gotten into the league, and I'm getting a little bored with it because he hasn't won a playoff game yet. There's there's some reasons for that. I mean, he's on the Pelicans, um, not a great like organization, but I don't know. I think if he's he he's like people are talking about him winning MVP and things this year. Right now they're tied for the eighth spot. Uh, they were floating water when Boogie Cousins was there. He has some good players with like Drew Holiday. He had a really good la- game last night. He's a good player. Uh, he, You're he's not been a Rondo all-star. guy. I'm not a Rondo guy, but at the same time, like, well, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I don't think I'm much. I mean, he's Rondo's disappeared for a while since he's left. Like, I felt like in relevancy since he's left the Celtics. But he's won titles. He's a veteran. Uh, he's not a great player. You can't say like, well, oh, you should be winning with him. And he is. A, and he's gonna be a, probably a Hall of Famer. But I'm saying like right now, you, you can't look at him when you're talking about Anthony Davis and say, well, he has Rondo, so they should be great. But he's yeah, also yeah, not yeah. terrible. I'm just saying. But the thing, I just, I don't know what it is about him. I can't explain it particularly, like how I can with Westbrook, the playing style. There's nothing I would change about it. But my thing is, can he be a better player? I don't know because he's so good. But where are the wins? I'm not sure. I don't. I can't I explain think... why they can't consistently healthy, be health concerns he yeah but this year he's been like healthy uh i mean for he's, the most he's, part yeah he's missed a few game stretches here and there but again like <clears throat> he's like his teams have never been amazing and i know you want to say like oh other players have won you know without a good team around him but i think the conference has gotten uh, like really strong so it's hard to for someone like that to carry a team, I mean, look at all the teams above to the Pelicans. Like look at that, yeah, yeah, look at all the teams above That's the Pelicans, and tell me that the Pelicans are even close to as deep a team. As yeah, those but look teams. at all the teams like one spot below, and tell me that like, like right now those aren't even he, yeah, those shouldn't te- be in that class. He, he's competing with teams They're that don't have that. a player on his caliber. I don't think like like right now, yeah, he's fighting off like the Jazz and the Clippers to to be in the playoffs. But at the same time, I mean, the standings are so close; they could be the four seed by tomorrow. Yeah, the, I mean, they're <laughs> close. They're close to the. They're they're like one game off of the Spurs, the Thunder, and the Timberwolves, yeah. and they basically have one superstar on the team. So, so that's Meanwhile, the, the Thunder have three. The Timberwolves have three. The Spurs have like, depending on who you consider a superstar, they have a lot of guys who have been to the who've won multiple championships. I mean, I just don't think. It's possible for him to to play any higher of a level of basketball. I don't think with so his either. team. Who's That's the what, best? Who's all right? So who's for him? 
in order for him to get his first one, he was a Steph, ridiculous Steph Curry shot away to get a win, <laughs> a win. Yeah, a, a, but <laughs> who who is the the like best matchup for them? Would you uh, would you, know, you say you just well, you just I, don't want to be right now? He's you can't be the seven or eight seed because I don't think yeah. He's yeah. Play so, the so, yeah. This is the thing. Like he's gonna probably win his first playoff game this year. The the way he doesn't, I think, is if you're the seventh or eighth seed. Um, but yeah, right now it's so hard to make a a definitive stamp on him. Like I've I've kind of won it to all season because it's so close. I, I'm pretty sure. I just don't think. I still don't think he's getting out of the first round. And and I don't know when when we're looking at somebody who's been around for as long as he has been, which isn't that long. I mean, he's young, but he's been around for a while. I just need a, a little bit more of a playoff run. And and I've never seen him put up the. He's always has like this one month, and he had it. I think it was like February this year, where all of a sudden the, you know his team starts. They had their ten win win streak, which. Which was impressive, and 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 and, I, and this year I think I'm higher on him than in past because they are going to probably make the playoffs and and maybe and he's probably going to win a game, but I don't think he's going to win a series. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's just tough. I like I said, I mean I just think he, I don't know, I think he just needs to be on a better team. To be honest, Anthony Davis, I think if yeah. I think if you put him on a, on the right team. I I I don't but think there were, I don't think there would be any I don't think there would be any question. So when did Boogie Cousins to his get worth? Hurt? Jan- January. January? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're actually playing better without Boogie Cousins. They have I think they've had a better record without him because they I think were outside of the playoffs at that point. I could be wrong on that, but they're about the same at least. Yeah, yeah. They're around the All Star. I guess what what really other. started this this and I guess we'll move up to the the higher end of the conference with this transition is that. All those top 10 players going into the season, the, all those lists came out, 100 players. And we kind of had disagreements between, like, Anthony Davis was, like, a little too high on some of my lists. And Chris Paul was sometimes a little too low. And the Rockets and the Pelicans. I mean, if you when you had Cousins and Anthony Davis, aren't those two top 10 players? And then what's... What's Chris Paul and James Harden? Two top 10 players. You got Trevor Ariza. Uh-huh. You got Nene. You got Eric Gordon, who's I mean, I, I, yeah, three. but like the difference is like twenty wins. So, are the, is the supporting cast the difference there, or is it the stars? I'm honestly, I'm serious. I'm the, saying the supporting cast. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I obviously Harden. I think it's a little bit of both, actually, mm-hmm. because on the Pelicans you have Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins. Those are two players that individually are very good but i don't know if they're like a very good mesh right they pretty much play the same position. whereas harden you have like first you have like the best look at harden he's 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 mvp this year yeah one of the best offensive players like ever and then you have chris paul who's a point guard the best point like obviously like arguably the best pure point guard like maybe of all time playing with the best like the best or one of the best scorers of all time it's like a perfect match and but, then but I think the they season, have a better supporting cast. The 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 Rockets as a whole have the best offensive rating, I think, in the league. If if I'm not yeah, mistaken, I think, I, 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 but that's because so of, like so you can't just say that's just because of their two superstars. No, no, no. But it, you're right; it's a combination. But I mean, going to the season, I, I believe you had Anthony Davis as a sleeper MVP. None of us had Harden, and none of us were thinking Chris Paul. And Basketball Reference has this like MVP tracker, which. It's just a you know analytical approach to it. They take past voting patterns and try to project it. Harden and Chris Paul are one and two. Harden seventy two percent, and then Chris Paul is seven point eight. And I, I I'm going to take that with a grain of salt, like because I think it uses uh, the record of the team and usage percentage. So Chris Paul gets a bump. Chris Paul is not going to get a single vote, 
So, but the point is, I guess, is that, yeah, I think it's the superstars. Like, they're up there. I think they're the reason that separates them from, like, the rest of the Western Conference. I think if you traded, if you took the supporting cast of the Pelicans and switched it with the Rockets, I think that the Rockets' record would get a little bit worse. Yeah. Not, like, a ton worse, but I think a little bit worse. Well, it's tough, too, because, yeah, it's so opposite, too, because the Rockets have two point guards, and then, like, the Pelicans, and they're not healthy, too, but they would have two centers, so, like... It's so... So the supporting cast would not match if you switch them, right. because you have Drew Holiday and Rajon Rondo going over it. I mean, that just... Right. But I know what you mean, more, like, the calibers. Yeah, I just think... I think... I don't think you can compare the teams. I just think the Rockets have been there for the past few years and they just added the right the right pieces and it's just all coming together for them. Yeah, they, it's they, not like they were hurting last year. So I guess my, right. my final take on the Pelicans before we fully switch over, I think, to talking kind of Rockets and Warriors is I, I'm i still... Right now, uh, I, I might be... Yeah, like, I, it might be... It's it's dawn, I guess, or, or morning time. Like, I might be waking up soon to the, to the Anthony Davis and the Boogie Cousins, but I'm still not sure. Like, I could be... They could get swept out of the first round. I'm not confident at all in that. I know they're not going to make noise as far as uh, getting to the finals. Like, I don't think anybody's really looking at the Pelicans as a finals. But that's, team. Not, I don't that's, e- not, that's not that's not that's I'm, too high of an expectation. I don't even think they are. Yeah, go- right. I don't even think they're going to get out of the first round this year. Right. So and and that's unfortunate. And I, but I don't say, think that should speak to Anthony Davis's talent. Yeah. Well, he's very talented, and and I always say like, wake me up when I know one day he's going to be like really good. Like Dom- when he hits like 28. Like he's gonna be probably right up there, like as a t- contender, and then it's gonna be like, oh, you look like an idiot. But, <laughs> but I, I still just think he he has a couple years, and and until then, I don't really want to hear about how many points he's scoring or how many rebounds he's getting because it's just I've been hearing it for the past five years since he's got like since he's gotten into the league, and and same with Boogie Cousins, and I'm just waiting for them to actually. But this year, like who knows? They could they could. <laughs> It'd be pretty bad if, like, you know, dude, Boogie if they was beat in the Rockets Sacramento. How are you gonna say that? Yeah, yeah like he had anything there. Yeah, he had Rondo <laughs> no, for like six years. Yeah, that, I know, I know. That's that's true. But then they came together, and, and it was still to me underwhelming. Um, so that's a, I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm just still waiting. I guess, and maybe it w- maybe it will be in a couple weeks. I'll be like, whoa! Uh, I watched him <laughs> play the Cavs last night. Uh, it was it was a pretty good game. I think Anthony Davis sat out of the game. <laughs> oh wait, he was just disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared. I couldn't find him. Wow. I, he didn't have a good game, and and LeBron took over that fourth quarter. Well, Harden disappeared in the playoffs last year. It doesn't I, mean he's a bad player. No, I, I know, but he did. He did, and that's something we'll talk about when we get to the Rockets because which is right now, which is right now. But basically, yeah, I watched the game last night, and Anthony Davis is like, like that's what I I, I don't know what I had. He puts up all these points when it doesn't matter. I feel like. And then the Cavs game was a big game, and they're they're fighting for playoff positioning. And you know Cleveland was coming out to play, and he really I mean, he didn't have a bad game, but he kind of was just not a really big factor. Drew Holiday had a much better game, um, so that's just my thing on Anthony Davis. Uh, so we'll, I'll wake, yeah, wake me up when he does something. <laughs> we'll wake you up on September. And yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so right. let's talk Rockets Warriors. Maybe this will get a little bit more friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, I really doubt it. <laughs> uh, the Western right. Conference is hot right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a little hot. <laughs> so Warriors right now are, are looking at some injury problems. Banged up. The, uh, Steve Curry said that Curry will miss the first round. He said there's no way he's coming back. I don't know if I believe him, but well, we'll take his word for it. He's not going to make the. I, are, are, should you be worried for any first round matchups? No. I mean, we said like the teams that you wouldn't want to face, and there is a chance, but I still don't think. Yeah, it's. 
they should they should be fine. Yeah, I think Durant, they'll be though. fine. I mean, Kevin Durant, second best player, but I mean, sorry, best player in the league. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> if we have to talk about that, we will. But um, so we, so this still is still hashtag still KD. still KD. All right, so this is my thinking though on on the Warriors missing Steph for the first round, and I think this is where it would have to take like a perfect storm of bad stuff to happen. But when you look at, and I think it's almost happening, the injury in the first round and the fact that the Western Conference is so tight at the bottom that you could actually have a pretty good team be the seventh seed. Where usually you have like those five teams that are like locked into those five spots. Now, like, like I think Portland, you could safely say, aren't going to be playing the Warriors in the first round. They're pretty, they're up in, they, they fell off after they kind of had that win streak. Not by much. Then you have the Spurs basically through the Jazz, and there are some, like, if Jimmy Butler comes... Imagine if Jim, Jimmy Butler comes back, and they play the Timberwolves with Kevin Durant and no Steph. Like, the, the, the Warriors, like, su- supporting cast that they had with that 73-win team around Steph, is, it's not there. It's not like it used to be. So it would be really... You switch out Durant and less of a supporting cast against a Timberwolves team that, with a healthy Jimmy Butler, was, a, was like, a really dangerous team. I don't know. Nah. Like I, again, it could be that that perfect storm of nah. bad stuff. I don't. I see where you're going, but nah. But it's yeah, a, it's a big nah. And what's probably gonna happen is they're probably not gonna play the. They're probably gonna play a team that's you know. Is Iggy hurt? Uh, I, I don't know, but like I, I, Iggy has dropped, been. They that's a up. huge part, like low key. Of he's been a huge yeah, part, but he again, he's defense. one of those guys. that's like you're waiting for that age to finally kick in. He's, yeah, he's. I don't know. He he's like, almost like LeBron, almost where it's like, wait, are you aging or not? <laughs> like it, it's pretty impressive. I think Clay Thompson's supposed to come back tonight. I just feel like nice. oh, Clay's supposed to. So come like, back. there's this. I don't know. It just, I just feel like the Timberwolves have underachieved all year. They have until well, they were when Jimmy Butler went out. I think they were the three or fourth seed, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. on something like Jimmy Butler going into this season. I was a little lower on than. Uh, I think I, that's something I got wrong. Was I, I, I? One of my hot takes was like the Timberwolves are going to miss the playoffs because they only had like they only had like thirty five wins last year. I was like, is Jimmy Butler that much of an improvement? And he is. Like I think he really is. He was basically having an MVP type season before he went out. But I, I, it, it remains to see be seen who the Warriors are going to be playing. Right, so, uh, so basically, changes. my vote is say it depends who they play. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's silly. What if they're going to get out of the first round? Yeah. I know that's really. Dumb. I don't think you are. I don't dis- think they are as much in danger of getting out of the first round, but they could have a tough first round matchup. And and to be in- honest, they they could have. They're they if they're getting the finals, that could be a, the fourth straight tough series in a row. You know, like usually in the West, even people say how good the West is, they usually don't have a tough matchup until the the conference finals. I mean, even last year they just swept through everybody. So yeah, in this case, they could have people. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, uh, we're seeing something a little bit new, and I think it's a new challenge for the Warriors. I think Kevin Durant doesn't have that much practice without Curry with this team. He he got it a little bit, but not really. Like they have you know, been compared to Cur- they like they, this they team have- is a team used to playing with Curry, not Durant, as their sole star. Um, and where I don't know. I mean, but- the, the first round, it, usually you do get a team being a seven seed, but this year is a little different, where a seven seed could be basically a team that's good enough. To in most years be like a four seed, um, yeah. so yeah. that's why I think it's a little interesting. If yeah, I mean, if the T wolves are at full strength, I mean, they might be scary, but I, I still don't think you're gonna take down yeah, the the, 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 the Warriors. Even, I mean, okay. they need Curry back for the next series, probably. Yeah. Like if they don't have Curry, you they know, for the universe. second series, that's gonna probably be some trouble there. Yeah, but but they, but that's my I point, mean, with, that, like the second series could be. Any of these te- that first and second series could be any of those teams. Yeah, it just depends. Like, so I, I just think they're gonna. I I think they're gonna get out of the the first. I mean, if they're playing, I mean, 
I think they would need a lot of bad luck for it to happen. Yeah, I, I, a lot, As, a lot of bad luck. It mostly who they play, and that'd they could, be, they could be, be a catastrophe. <laughs> yeah, it would be like that's catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. That'd be very bad if they. I would like kiss your head. If that <laughs> right, so I would stop watching the playoffs. Like, we'll we'll keep on. So Warriors actually so fifty four wins. You know that's probably lower than they were expecting, but at the same time they just over under was about sixty seven. Injury plagued. Injury plagued. You know these things. Dynasties are harder than people think, and uh, but you know they could, they definitely have a strong chance to make the finals. But let's let's talk about the Rockets and their regular season first. Um, right now they're sitting at sixty two wins, and this is one of the teams. Like this was the, the big storyline. One of the many big storylines of the offseason was Chris Paul going to the Rockets, and like I said, kind of earlier about. It's one thing to make a bad team good, but a good t- making a good team great is sometimes more difficult. I mean, and I'm a big Chris Paul guy, and we've been talking about this, and I think he is making this good team great, and he's kind of the difference here. Like, they didn't add anything else. Like, Capel- was Capel on the team last year? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, and he's, he's young, but and he was starting to show up. But, yeah, I think, lot, you know, Chris Paul it plays well with centers. We saw it in, in, in L.A. Like, Lob City was over when he left. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who can finish out those alley-oops but it's the first half of it i think that's important so are we there the knock against chris paul is the playoffs uh, he hasn't been to a western conference finals yet um looking like it should happen this year but it remains to be seen are we impressed at all by the regular season yeah i mean how can you not be i don't know 60, <laughs> you tell me i mean yeah but like it's like i know what you're going for but at the same time it's like we'll look at what the raptors did and you're like okay you want us to like acknowledge what they did in the regular season but nor did anyone with like toronto like obviously they just like went on a tear and kept winning and winning and winning but in the east so did toronto and like i don't know i feel like we didn't really talk about that but no True. question like the regular season is off the charts but it's a different story come postseason it is a different story. I, I know the, the Chris. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, as we said, Chris Paul is like one of our f- favorite players. I'm, I'm ter- have turned into a James Harden fan over the last couple of years. You um, like that? You like his herky jerky Harden style? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I, it reminds, don't, I don't it, like it, it. You like all those whistles? Well, I don't know. He, I don't, he's a fascinating. I don't like, I don't like watching. He looks like, like he his moves style. in slow motion, but somehow people can't he just guard him. Gets that yeah. hook and like every time, boop. Oh, okay. I, I don't. Here know. I we think go. Gets to the line. I think he has a very smart way of playing, which I, I don't think I've really thought of. It's smart. Yeah, good. he knows how to g people. Yeah. Like I'll give him that, and he is the MVP. Like no knock against him, but he does have a really herky jerky style. Throws them arms yeah. up all the time. Yeah, the foul thing is weird. I, you know, it's one of those things where they even made rule changes to try to fix it, and he's still leading the league in, the, in that category. He, he finagles. Yeah, perfectly. it is a little bizarre. Um, but no, I just think like besides that, like I think he's a really like heady player, um, and so is Chris Paul, and I think that's why they were able to make it work. Like it was a really weird pairing at the beginning of the season. People said like two, two players with dominant, yeah, blue like... dominant dominant point guards, uh, Harden more shooting guard, but he likes to dominate the ball. Have never really teamed up. Like that, and, and in cases they have, it takes a lot of adjusting. As we talked about with OKC, you know, we were expecting this adjustment period with you know the high usage player, and it happened, and there wasn't much of an adjustment for the Rockets. Um, I think Chris Paul a lot missed different. the Chris Paul missed the first like twenty games of the season or something. So like if and that's where a lot of their losses came, and then so they clicked immediately, and I think it's because they're pretty smart players. Not you know, they, I, play, I just, they play in a way. Yeah, that, I wouldn't compare it to the Thunder just because. 
Paul, Paul uh, Chris Paul's always been a ball sharer. That's just like we always, like everyone always says, they call him the pure point guard. Yeah, he's but all about passing the ball. That's he like, is, but he also does dominate the ball. It's a weird. Yeah, weird but thing, I mean, but he's never right. been like mean. the score, like the the right, yeah, sole yeah. scorer of a shots. team. He's not yeah. taking a lot of shots. Like I didn't see it being a very big adjustment period. It's basically like you know, Chris Paul's always doling the ball out, and Harden is always taking the shots. And you can see that in how many points Harden's still scoring. I mean, I don't think it's a huge surprise. I mean, I know early in the season we we're saying like, oh, like I don't know how it's going to shake out, but I I don't think it's any surprise that it went spectacularly well. And then so, yeah, also yeah. you have like Eric Gordon who's having a pretty good season. This right? is where I think the most pressure comes in, and everyone's trying to sweep it under the rug with all of the success. Chris Paul has the most pressure on his career this year he needs to make it happen it's not Kyrie Irving it's not Kevin Durant it's Chris Paul no mistake about it (laughs) okay this is this is it look at the standings I I agree with that in the sense that again it's like I I compared where I compared uh Kyrie to Scottie Pippen leaving Jordan which he you know didn't really happen but you're right Chris Paul this is it's like Charles Barkley like he could be one of those guys where you look at when you look back the greatest one of the greatest players of his era but you'll always put a thing saying he never won a title. And so I agree with you in there. And he's coming to the end of his, you know, prime. I, I agree with it. So I guess it's kind of comparing or apples to oranges on what, who has more pressure. It's two different situations. But to me, he's more of a... We've seen this story before. A player who's as good as Chris Paul is, who hasn't won the title. Like, we've seen it a million times. That doesn't T-Mac. take away from it, though. No, it doesn't. But, like, a, a player leaving... Like, nobody left. Nobody really leaves those kind of players like a LeBron. And and Kyrie choosing to do that, I think, is a little bit more interesting. I just think, like, both of their situations right now, like, he lost at home to the Jazz last year, and, like, Harden shit the bed last year, which is still on, I mean, my mind. I don't know about you guys. So I'm definitely going to be, like, watching them pretty intensely. And, I mean, they're primed to make a pretty good run. I feel like, yeah, they definitely could make the Warriors sweat, especially with all these injuries. But I still feel like the pressure is squarely set on Houston's yeah. shoulders. Yeah, the pressure is absolutely on. You're right. I, and, but, but they they kept the pressure on themselves because of their success in the regular season. I mean, I thought that that Russell Westbrook had a lot of pressure on himself to prove his critics wrong, and you know because they're underwhelming, like it's already just it's like over. It's like you know he didn't really. They could make a run in the playoffs to prove that wrong, but the pressure's off of him. Same as in Kyrie, he got the pressure off of him because of the Hayward injury. I mean, there's pressure. I'm not saying there isn't, but you're seeing the, there's always going to be the pressure on the best regular season team. So there's pressure going in and there's pressure still there. And maybe that's, I think that's why I'm not going to say, yeah, I, I mean, I do agree. I think they do have that tandem because of what happened to Harden last year and Chris Paul's career, uh, that pressure going in, they had a lot and now they still have it because of their success. Yeah. I mean, look at that record. Now you, they're, 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 they're the best team in the league. Yeah. It's, and it's clear. And it, see, like Chris Paul is such a weird thing too. Alex, you say he has, gets a lot of passes because <laughs> uh, he hasn't made a Western Conference Finals, and I honestly, I think there were so many circumstances outside of his control. It's almost as if, say, Harden gets hurt in the first round, like that's what's been happening to him his entire career. Like there are maybe two series, two years where it's like he should have won, 
because it was like his fault but i i agree with you but i don't want to hear it because wake me up when he does something yeah but but his winning is a lot better than what anthony davis has been doing and because yeah he also had a lot better teams he had blake griffin deandre jordan jamal jamal crawford he had a stacked team on the clippers that is not a stacked team if you're gonna give kidding yes it is compared to the team the other teams that were in the league at the time clippers were are you kidding me and it's not again yeah it's not who else was better than them in the West, it, like Blake I mean, Griffin, they had the, definitely. Yeah, the Spurs. Okay, but then last, so his last season with the Clippers, Blake Griffin obviously he got hurt. He only played like the first two games of the series. Paul Pierce was playing significant minutes in that series, and he's he's been broadcasting this year. Like that's that's how like that's the team that Chris Paul had to deal with. Minutes. He was he was playing like tw- like twenty five minutes a game in that series, which is like which yeah, twenty five minutes. Yeah, and he had the. The team is not stacked. The last year's they had not Austin. last year, yeah, but, but saying, over like, time, okay, years so there were years where the Clippers yeah. were good. Years. Right. So the, the the two were I would say, but but again, it's like he doesn't get the credit for the underachieved. So in twenty fifteen was a year they should have gotten to the Western Conference Finals, and the story there was in the first round they beat or first or second round they beat the Spurs, the defending champs, the favorites to win the title that year. They they won in seven games, and Chris Paul hit like a. A shot within the last ten yeah. seconds, and they moved on, and uh, and nobody really remembers that. And then what happened was, they then they went, they went up three. They, yeah, they went up. This is one where it's yeah, an inexcusable thing. They went up three one against the Rockets. That's the one, yeah. and they lost. But He's do you want two one leads, three one leads? Do you like, want me to? Well, two one leads is more normal. But do you want me to list the players that lost three, blew three to one leads in the last couple of years? I mean, it's Durant, <laughs> Westbrook, Westbrook Curry. Curry, all of them. Yeah, and then and then and then the other. So they were the two the two seasons that they were healthy in his five year run was that one, and then the next one where they just, they lost to the Thunder. They blew like this crazy. Game. It was like a crazy game. If you look, it's like one of those where if you're a Clippers fan, you're not gonna forget. It was like they were up like it was like five seconds. They blew a and game. And he like turned the ball over. Yeah. So yeah. those are two situations. But I mean, come on, losing to that, it was a fully healthy Thunder team, which we know is you know Kevin Durant to me is an all timer. <laughs> so like it, it's like those are just losses. Like that one was just like a loss. I'm just saying they need to do something. They yeah. do because, and, and, and because this is, like, there's, there's no you, excuses this year. As yeah, far as there's, I'm there is no besides excuse. the fact that. Uh, what what is what is the like what is well the excuse would be they have to get to the western conference finals there's no excuse there unless somebody gets hurt um you're telling but even if curry comes back he's coming off an injury right into the playoffs he's getting thrown right that's that's not he missed the first yeah but that's that's not like advantageous like no it's not an ideal situation the rockets are going in healthy you can't tell me that they're not at an advantage curry and durant are the Two of the best three players in the league. It doesn't matter. They're coming How does that right off. It, it, it matters. Because... It matters. But like you're acting like the Rockets are like they're still the underdog. They I are the underdog. They're... I do not yes, think they that. Are. The Warriors are one of the greatest oh, teams of all time. Yeah, right? I agree with that. But so when you have it would players... be as misguided as saying somebody like is having somebody who's having like an MVP season is a better player than LeBron, where LeBron's a top you know three player of all time. So they if have... we're saying the Warriors are the best team of all time, then are you saying the Rockets? They maybe are, but like to say the expectation is it's a bust if you don't beat the Warriors. I don't. Buy they have that. one of the best scorers of all time, and James Harden. So do the. They so have do the Warriors. They, they, the listen, Warriors have two. you're not letting me finish. Okay. They have Chris Paul, maybe the best point guard of all time, and they have a better supporting cast than the Warriors do. Right. So in I, my I, opinion, I agree with all that. But it, then, if we're gonna call Chris Paul like one of the best point guards of all time, then I guess we could disagree with that and just have the argument. But like, <laughs> but we're, we're not. Like you guys are saying, that there's all this pressure on them to do something, there, do something. There and is. There is. 
But Clay, Clay, I don't think that's beating the Warriors. Like, not even LeBron has that expectation, and he's one of the, and he's trying to be the, the best player of all. Yeah, time. but LeBron's team right now is. Uh, but even last year, less the than expectation desirable. wasn't really to beat the Warriors because we like we nobody's ever seen a team like the Warriors, and I think it, to put that pressure on the Rockets is a little. I think bit the un- Warriors like putting them in a position that they're going to fail. I think, I think the Warriors are one of the most impressive teams I've ever seen. Yeah. I do too. Or the, or Rockets. the Rockets. They, the they, Rockets they, they, probably, they would be if, if it wasn't for the Warriors. Like, if it wasn't for the Warriors, they would be like, it's you not, have to win a title or it's a bust. But I, I think the Warriors are still in that phase of their Oh, yeah, yeah. This, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just run. saying, like, the fact that the Warriors, like, Clay Thompson and Curry are both, like, Clay's just about to come back. And Curry's got to come back in the playoffs he doesn't have any time to kind of readjust and i know i, I know, I know you're saying they're oh like 30 years they like i think they're at this point that's not much of an excuse unless you're it's missing not an actual ex- the games it's not an excuse it's but re- you have reason. no time to get back into it you're just thrown into the playoffs they've been on this team for the last you know curry has been playing all right with these guys i mean if it was lebron career. i think you'd have a different opinion i'm just saying <laughs> I, lebron I, is coming in with uh i still say out like, of an injury I'm well saying. his whole team is coming out of injuries Nobody's like even talking about that. Everybody's talking about how bad Cleveland is. They haven't had a healthy squad all season. I'm not talking anything bad about LeBron though. I'm well, just saying their, know, te- their team, their team, they don't have a good team. It's just the fact of the yeah, matter. Well, the, the Warriors do have a, like like I'm just saying it's they're coming off of injury and that's a disadvantage. We'll see what whether happens. you admit it or not. Well, that's a disadvantage on the Warriors. It, it is a disadvantage, but I still think the Warriors should be favored. It again, they're they're one of the. Gr- they they might be the best team of all time. Well, at full strength, uh, at yes, full strength. I, I so agree with you. Full, by the time the West, the West, like that ends in like June, you know, like the the Western Conference Finals would be like in June. Yeah, I think <laughs> at full strength the Warriors are better than the Rockets. But I'm just saying, like right now, even if Curry comes back in the middle of the playoffs, I don't necessarily consider that full strength getting thrown into a Western or Division Finals. Like, yeah, that's that's hard. It is hard, and it is one of the reasons why having a dynasty run like this is is so difficult. And it's just yeah, like. Again, but I would like, say the Warriors are still going to be should be the favorites. But I don't know what team I'm going to take. I would. You pick, could I, still <laughs> praise like their regular season, no doubt, like unquestionably. Like I don't know who I would compare like Chris Paul to. Like yeah, like he's amazing in the regular season, but he just can't see. He's like Peyton Manning or something. Well, Peyton Manning won. He, he ended, I guess he's. I think he's like a Charles Pey- Barkley kind of. Or, well, yeah, uh, but, different you know, we sport. Know but <laughs> I think, I, think I think there's a lot of people like that's what I'm saying. Like the victim of like circumstance, like argument, like. Like you guys don't see that with Anthony Davis, but you see it exactly. with Chris Paul. That's what, that's yeah. what I don't understand. It's like it's like well because it doesn't you really see it the opposite way too. Like you don't give that you you give that. I think Chris Paul's had better teams though. That's my yeah. But he's also been than, than and, and he's Davis. had like. He's beating good it, teams in the in the playoffs. Yeah, he's before. had like, success. We're not talking about Chris Paul winning a, a playoff game. And 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 you'll hear like I've said like Chris Paul is arguably like one of the best. Or the best, like pure point guard ever. That's why I'm saying he needs to win. He needs to win something because right. And I think to, it's just for, for me. I does. would say he, if they give the Warriors a big fight in the fi- conference finals, I just can't say like it's a failure if they don't beat the Warriors. I just I, that's a, it's such a difficult task, kind of like because even for LeBron, like you know he's probably he's facing the same kind of pressure as beating the Warriors in the finals. It's like such a difficult thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Below a 3-1 lead. Yeah. They Damn. could, but you know, we've seen the Warriors do it. Yeah, the Warriors. I guess I guess the War yeah, the Warriors are yeah, they're a force. No, yeah. I'm not going to I mean, I just think it, at full strength they could I've watched it where they can dismantle. Like they, they all of a sudden. Remember, we've seen a Sixers game. Remember that they one? They dismantled. <laughs> <laughs> they dismantled LeBron last year, like the well, Cavs. Sort of. I and mean, he had a 
I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was it a wasn't really, series win. It wasn't really uh, close. <laughs> yeah, they just smacked them around. I mean, they should have won Game Three. Obviously, the, what the Warriors did was really good, and then they were down 0-3. Quick it, it series, but yeah, it, it was. We'll see what happens this year. I still think the to think the Warriors when they get full strength. Even though I said they they could be in trouble in the first round, if they get past that full strength, they should win it all. All in all, we want to see Warriors Rockets. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. go. It just like yeah, I would agree with that. It would be a fun series. It um, would be crazy. I think that could go seven games without a doubt. And then we'll probably just do a, a separate finals preview. We're not going to talk about. A finals preview, not knowing, who, not knowing who's going to be in it. So. <laughs> right, right. But um, who, who, how about who do we think is going to be in it, real quick? Finals, because we've talked about it. It looks like we let's have, go. Let's we're go. All yeah. Very uh, in East and West. I think we don't really exactly know. Like last year was right, yeah. round three. Let's but. go conference finals. Okay. And and actual finals yeah, again. The, we don't really know the path of these teams. Just, yeah. um, I'm going to say this is what I'm rooting for. So we'll see, see it. Uh, Cavs Celtics is a con- Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I'll take the Cavs. Western Conference, <laughs> Rockets Warriors is going to be the conference finals. Uh, you got to say Rockets here. We're rooting for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for the Rockets. And as I was saying, I mean, I'm making this huge argument that the Warriors are the favorites. I think they are. But we'll say Rockets, Cavs. Cavs win. <laughs> what? All right. I know. Nobody thinks the Cavs are going to win. I mean, I'll I... Say I, I... <laughs> Gotta take that wrong. hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah, it's hot. All right, who else? who's next? Tom, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I'm like looking at it, and like I just like Toronto. I don't know though. I can't like. You would think that this would be the year that they're gonna do it. They're finally. It's that's what the matchup's gonna come down to, like Cavs Raptors. But yeah, I guess I gotta go Boston. I really like their squad. Uh, they're they're. I'd say they're better coached. Um, Dwayne Casey's doing a really good job in there, Toronto. But yeah, that's what I, I think I would agree with you, Paul. And then yeah, obviously Golden State and Houston. Who do you think's gonna get to the finals? To the finals, yeah, <laughs> probably. <sighs> Cavs Warriors. I don't know. Ooh, okay. Because LeBron just finds a way, though. <laughs> Even though like their squad, I think stinks. He just turns it up, and like I said. I'm pretty sure this is like the best I've seen LeBron play offensively at this stretch of his career, at least. In the He's Eastern, on a tear. Yeah, he is. In the Eastern Conference, obviously we're all rooting for the Sixers, but yeah. I'll give my realistic, like, LeBron is a different animal in the playoffs. Like, I think we have a chance to beat them, but I'll go Cavs in the finals. I'm just going to do the same thing Paul did, I guess, because that's what I'm rooting for. So Rockets, Cavs. I don't think the Cavs can beat the Rockets, so I'll change it in that respect so that the Rockets take it. <sighs> um, yeah, Eastern Conference. Um, I'm going to put the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals automatically. And then um, I want to say the Sixers are going to get there. <laughs> you can say it. I'm thinking put about it. Down, it. Put it down, I'm thinking man. about it. I'm thinking about it. If it's not the Sixers, it's going to be the Celtics. I'm sleeping on the Rockets. I choose to always sleep on the Rockets. The, the Raptors, you mean? Raptors. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, not the Rockets. Raptors, yeah. uh, sorry. Yeah, we were just talking about the Rockets. Yeah, Raptors. I'm sleeping on the Raptors. So I think it's going to be Cavs, Sixers. If you know, if I'm being not a homer, I guess I'll say maybe the Celtics and the Cavs. <laughs> and who, no matter who's the opponent, I still think the Cavs are going to go to the finals in the Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. Yeah, it's gonna be Rockets Warriors. I'd I'd bet my like life on that almost. <laughs> um, and who's gonna win that? Jeez, 
I think Dubs. I think if they're I think if the Warriors are full strength, Dubs. Yeah. I would think if, if they're, they're if they're full yeah. strength, if Curry comes back and he's meshed in there, but there's still no pressure on Chris Paul. Right. Yeah, they, well, they have, they, there is. Yeah, as much as there is. I, I s- <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Whatever. We, yeah, didn't, we didn't talk say about anything game about, time. Yeah, we talk about the. Point I think he's having a great season, but I, I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> he's Wait, having a great season. Blazers, Spurs, <laughs> Blazers going to the finals. Lock it in. Blazers in seven Although, no, against if, the Cavs. If the Pelicans beat the Rockets, stick a fork in me. I'm done. <laughs> but, but if the yeah, um, but yeah, right, uh, Cavs Warriors round seven. Do we all have uh, Harden MVP? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you didn't get your finals prediction. Oh uh, no. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Warriors, Cavs, uh, Warriors, and four. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Harden MVP, Brad yeah. Stevens, Coach of the Year. Who's six man? Lou Will. Um. Or is Eric Gordon still of, of coming off the bench? Um. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't even I know. Is, so. I don't. Oladipo, even... best improved. Yeah. Who's rookie of the year? <laughs> oh yeah, rookie of the year. I don't even want to hear crap about that scrub on the Jazz. Ben Simmons all this the way. This is the time, dude. With him beat out, yeah. This is where he can really make a statement. And for those voters to you know be like, enough of this, you know, Mitchell nonsense. Let's go, Ben Simmons. I think Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons really, yeah. Can He's I a, say? Can I say that it's not, it's not Mitchell nonsense? I, I, okay, okay. Not, you know right? what I mean. Right, right, right. But I'm, not, I'm not just poo pooing okay. him. Like okay. he, he is really good. It's nonsense. I do just want to give him yeah, a little Mike bit saying, of Mike saying. I think Mike <laughs> it's, saying. It's, it's yeah. nonsense. It's nonsense. Ben Simmons of, is doing things that no rookie's so is, ever done. So is, so is Mitchell. No, Mitchell's crap. But he's not crap. He's garbage. And, but, Next okay. year he's going to be nothing. So, so this who is won a, it last year? That uh, noob, that noob on bu- on the Bucks. Yeah, that's irrelevant. Scrub. So my 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 thought is that Mitchell is having a great season. Um, he's and I don't see why. Tall. And it does seem like like your thoughts on that is like the the traditional Sixers thoughts is like ah screw that guy. I don't know. Like, there shouldn't even really be a rivalry. I think Donovan Mitchell is drafted like 13th overall. He's in the Western Conference. He's in Utah. We play him twice a year. He's a city that doesn't matter. Like, Ben Simmons is going to win this award. Ben Simmons? It, yeah. There's not much of... They weren't even drafted in the same class. There's really not much of a rivalry there um, at all. So, uh, yeah, Ben Simmons is going to win it. If he doesn't, it would be really weird. It's not that important. Most, I don't think neither of them really think of it as that much of an award because they're both so far ahead of their other rookie class. Philly wants it, though. Philly wants it. We want <laughs> We want an award again. <laughs> you know, the ben, all right, my thing award. is, my thing. My argument is Ben Simmons is a complete player. He's doing everything on the floor. He's a point guard who's a, who's super tall. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Best ball <laughs> best ball movement and court vision yeah. like since LeBron, you know, he's like the best. But it, it, and 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 Mitchell all he do, all he does is score. Was he averaging like 20 points a game? Okay, I get it. That's but pretty good. yeah, it is pretty good, but Ben Simmons has a complete game. Yeah, I think he's so a better too. player. The rookie interesting the thing is that like usually rookie of the year it's easy whoever money. wins it it's kind of like you say, well, who should they sh-? but the fact that Ben Simmons wasn't even drafted last season, it's not even you like don't, the, the red shirt argument. It's not even the well, it's not, it's not even the question of who should we have taken. Because where you know Fultz has that pressure on him with such a great rookie draft class, but like I just don't see the rivalry between the two players. Lonzo Ball, um, rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I want to talk about him, but I thought, <laughs> I thought he had a good season. No, um, I mean, yeah, he definitely had some flashes. Fultz, he had some he rookie had of the flashes. year. I mean, he he had had the thing is that even though Ben Simmons is our rookie right now, Fultz was the guy we took this year, and this was probably one of the best rookie classes like in a while. Uh, so like he's the guy who has a pressure on him. Ben Simmons, we're happy with him. As far as I'm concerned, Donovan Mitchell, I'm happy for him. Um, 
but yeah, I think Ben Simmons is like gonna win. Donovan Mitchell had one of the best rookie years of all time, but Ben Simmons was better. Yeah, <laughs> so he's gonna win it. There was like, there's just you know, sports talk radio. They're gonna just start talking about how Mitchell should win it because of it, reasons, point, but, uh, basically yeah. like yeah, he's he's score, not going to he points only, per points per game, and he's on like a Jazz team that doesn't really have anyone else. So who else is gonna? But score even the that's points? not even like go like even I don't go really buy that yeah. argument. They were pretty good last year. They were a team that was on the cusp. So well, they lost Hayward. Yeah, lot, yeah. So and it was a, a good, lot of other pieces. Yeah, but, but the only the only way that the, he could actually lose is if the Sixers like wet the bed these last few games, and yeah. they're you know without Embiid, like those voters will be like, well, I don't know, kind of yeah, make a case. But even that. then, like the Jazz right now are sitting at like the eighth spot, so the Jazz have a lot more exposure to wet the bed and miss the playoffs completely. The Sixers can't do that. So again, we and as I said, we won what twenty eight games last year. The improvement was there a lot of it because of Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah, I mean, if somebody's really going to make a case for Donovan Mitchell, then I'll probably get annoyed with it and get mad, but I just don't see the case. So that's why I'm like, Donovan Mitchell, good job. You had a really good season. Yeah, I mean, he, Ben Simmons yeah. is averaging like 16, 8, and 8, yeah. and he's, he's efficient a, as hell. He's much more of like a, like you look at him and say he's a generational player. You don't he really is. say that with Donovan Mitchell. I've seen a million guys who scored. Not Dude, so much ben Simmons season, is but. LeBron Jr. now. He's, he's <laughs> the come up. No, <laughs> I agree no. with all the praise on Ben Simmons. I just, from Sixers fans and honestly, Mike, like I've seen a lot of. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dar- all right I get it. Dario last year, I get it. You could make the argument that that was, yeah, I okay, that one, that, that one you could have given to the other, what was his name? Brog. I would not be happy. I'm not saying Donovan Mitchell. Should I'm be just happy. saying I'm this just year. Saying I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a contest. I think Ben Simmons is just yeah. far and above a better player. I mean, I, I know. Yeah, I know. but but I, I do. It's I mean, credit to be given to Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was downplaying him a little, but that's <laughs> where just did Mitchell go? Not where did Mitchell go? I don't want to hear about I don't it. Know, was, <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Do you know where Mitchell came from? Nah. Like, yeah, he was like Jets, like I think 13th overall. Hmm. So you don't see that very often. So and we knew this was a deep draft class, but he went to Honolulu Prep Tech School charter all right so i guess that was yeah that's the episode it was a pretty fun season fun episode uh it got a little heated but you know you know the dirkets don't know what they're talking about so now yeah we're gonna be on the the same i don't don't appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding so yeah we'll we'll be on the same boat in the season uh rooting for the sixes you know you gotta you gotta like their odds you gotta root for kevin durant trust the baby you know trust the hashtag trust the process hashtag still kd hashtag lebron mvp <laughs> we don't have time for that, I guess. Yeah, we don't. But he had an MVP. But we'll have we'll have a more we have another probably more episodes coming off as the playoffs roll along, probably maybe each round, who knows? But uh, yeah, it was a fun season. Thanks for listening once again. This is Philly Cheese Takes. Uh, thank you all for joining us and listening, sticking around, and have a fun playoff run. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye.